What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Peace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 553, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 553. Oh, so nifty. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening download. No. You can also hop on to MaddieMoShow.com where we got it going on with the latest and greatest for your daily entertainment. You can get to all my shows from up there, the links to my YouTube channel, IG, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, you name it, it's up there, so go check it out, MattyMoShow.com, where you can also subscribe and become a member all for free, baby, that's right, and if you got Apple Podcasts, be sure to hit up the Matty Mo Show and leave your boy a nice little rate and review, but without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 553, ladies and gentlemen, the one that is oh so nifty, and tonight we are focusing in on traditional rituals. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, not only does it roll off the tongue, but it is a whole lot of fun. Now, I think we all know about traditions, you know, we all know about certain rituals. I mean, hell, we have some of our own out there, you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people have their own little family traditions, you know, around the holidays, especially uh, my boy Randy, his family does a traditional Easter egg hunt, you know, like a lot of people do. Um, there's uh, also the turkey bowl, the Thanksgiving Day turkey bowl, where everyone goes out, plays a little football, you know, a little touch, a little tackle, depending on how you feel, and then you go in and you manja on some delicious turkey and stuff and then other baked goods and whatnot, but this show right here is focusing on some from around the world, and not just any rituals and traditions, but some very unique, which I believe I wanted to bring to light to you. So before I actually deliver to you those amazing and interesting traditional rituals, I want to break down the two terms. So one, tradition. Now, tradition means the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation, or the fact of being passed on in this way, much like we do in our families. You know what I'm saying? And Next is the term ritual, which is, you know, real similar to tradition, but it's a little bit different in the sense that it revolves a lot more around religion. But, you know, without a doubt, traditional rituals, I mean, they go hand in hand. And the following, you know, stories and things that I'm, not stories, but the following traditions that I'm going to bring to you. Um, I got offline at a very reliable site, littletrip101.com. If you want to go on and do a little further, you know, check up on some cool traditions as well. But let's hop into it, shall we? Now, some traditions may sound bizarre or strange. First off, you know what I'm saying? Some some of the traditions, some of the things you're about to hear, they may sound strange or bizarre, even though I try to pick the most tasteful ones. Yet, people hold um, their own traditions close to their hearts and still practice the age-old rituals to this day because it's a part of their culture and it's a part of the history that they have and it shapes and defines them. So, in fact, this is what sets the community of humans apart from one another is our beliefs and our rituals, our traditions, and it's due to their deep-rooted beliefs that these unique customs and rituals are still alive today and tie us to the unseen world of the past. So to witness these amazing rituals, make sure you plan your visits accordingly and see at least one of them with your own eyes because as I read, you're going to be like, damn, maybe I should go to Spain. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I should go to Bosnia. Now, the first one, speaking of Bosnia, is the Festival of Scrambled Eggs in Zanika, Bosnia. Now, if you want to satisfy 
your egg cravings, ladies and gentlemen. If you love eggs, like I, Poppy loves eggs. You know what I'm saying? I love eggs whites. I love scrambled eggs. I love me some sunny side up. It doesn't matter what it is. I love it. But be sure to hit up Bosnia because every March or during spring, they have this huge festival where hundreds of eggs are cooked in huge pots and actually given out for free. Now, this is to celebrate the start of a new season, and visitors flock to Zanika, Bosnia every year for this tradition from all over the world, but not because they want a taste of just the scrambled eggs, but because it's just fun, it's interesting, and a sight to behold. In fact, a lot of people still support this tradition to this day. I mean, how could you not? You know what I'm saying? Scrambled eggs are delicious. If you don't like them, get out. You know what I'm saying? Now, number two on the list, La Tomatina, or tomato craze in Bunol, Spain. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard this before, but if Bosnia can cook hundreds of scrambled eggs, Spain can use tomatoes for a fun fight. And every last Wednesday of August, which is right around the corner, hint, hint, wink, wink, you know, you can go to Bunol and see them engage in the world's biggest tomato fight, and there is no actual reason behind this other than Spaniards do it simply for entertainment, believe it or not, which is absolutely awesome. I wish the U.S. did some things like that. Now, next up, we have the Kanemara Matsurai in Japan. Now, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I ain't Japanese, you know what I'm saying? But get this festival. This should be a Risky Frisky Friday or a Super Sexy Saturday, which I just might have to, you know, branch off and do it in but you know in Japan giant penises are paraded through the town every first Sunday of April it's so big in fact that thousands of people visit Kawasaki to witness the Kanemara Matsurai or penis festival during this festival you'll get to see lots of penises in varying colors and sizes and even eat penis shaped sweets now it used to be known as the Shinto fertility tradition and was later changed to a sex positive ritual the organizers of this ritual are priests of the Kanayama that worships Shinto religion now legend has it that a demon possessing a vagina ate penises. The demon was defeated when a girl asked a blacksmith to create a penis made of steel, which broke the demon's teeth. It's kind of amusing, yet the people in Japan actually consider it a serious religious practice. So once again, that is the Kanamara Matsurai in Japan, the festival of penises. You know what I'm saying? So go there if you want to check out some craziness. But next up, we have throwing cinnamon to those still single at 25 in Denmark. Now, I've never been to Denmark. I have a friend that has been to Denmark. She absolutely raved about it. She said it was beautiful, amazing. The people all look like six-foot models. You know what I'm saying? From men to women, I'm just over-exaggerating, but it is a beautiful place from what I'm told, and with this ritual in Denmark, they have an interesting yet strange tradition of throwing cinnamon to people who are still single at 25. Now, the individual is doused with lots of cinnamon sticks on his his or her birthday, mostly by friends and well-wishers. It's interesting because it motivates you to kind of look for a partner before you turn 25, but if you don't like cinnamon, then I guess you're going to run into a problem. You know what I'm saying? But if you like cinnamon, you want to be a little human cynistic, then this shouldn't bother you at all if you live in Denmark and are 25 and single. Now, next up, we have hanging coffins in Sagata, Philippines. Now, I've never heard of hanging coffins, just strictly burying them and things like that, but this is actually a pretty cool tradition. Now, 
There is an old tradition in Sagata where people hang their coffins in limestone caves. And it was actually carried out by the Igorot tribe of Mountain Province, which became a common belief among the people in northern Philippines. They believed that this ritual prevents monsters and beasts from taking the dead bodies and also purifies or blesses the departed soul. So that right there is actually a really, really cool idea. I mean, I don't know if that would fly in the U.S., you know what I'm saying? I mean, goddamn, people people just don't seem to respect a lot of things anyways. You probably go and see a bunch of people doing some lame-ass tags with spray paint on them, but in the Philippines and foreign countries and things like that, this stuff does fly, and it is actually pretty cool. Now, next up, this one kind of shocked me a little bit, because these last three kind of shocked me, this one's kind of funny, now, this one is called the sharpening of teeth, which uh, takes place and happens in Indonesia, now, teeth sharpening, or chiseling, is a strange beauty ritual practiced by women in Indonesian rural communities, it involves sawing of the teeth, and women who undergo teeth chiseling are considered extremely beautiful, now, thankfully, this is not a mandatory requirement for all women, though the beautiful ones do seem to take practice in it, you know what I'm saying, can you imagine if we saw all these smoke shows out here, you imagine you seeing Kim K walking around with sharpened ass teeth, you know what I'm saying, her, her sister, Lil Kylie action, you know what I'm saying, it would just be absolutely crazy, but I mean, if, you know, Lil Wayne can put diamonds all over his teeth, why can't women in the U.S. sharpen them, you know what I'm saying, we got vampires walking around all over the place, baby, got a whole bunch of live acting blades, but anyways, pretty cool, Indonesia, awesome, they also do a lot of like, you know, out in Thailand and stuff with the tattoos, and, you know, by hand and things like that, Angelina Jolie, she got a lot of work done to her in the old traditional way of tattoos, which is, like, taking a stick dipped in ink and just, like, knocking it into your skin for hours and hours, and it is incredible how precise and amazing these pieces of artwork, you know, come out, but anyways, now next up is... One that kind of took me by surprise, you know, there's only two left here, and this one right here took me by surprise, it's called Chasing... A naked man. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. Chasing a naked man. Now, since 767 AD, every year across Japan, over 9,000 men participate in the annual Shinto Naked Festival, also known as Hadaka Matsurai. A highlight of the festival is the Shino Fumai ritual, in which heavy Shinto shrines are carried by dozens of men dressed only in loincloths through the streets of their town or fund- fundoshis as well. Now, one man is chosen as the Shin Otoka, or naked man, who must shave all body hair and run through the streets unclothed while being pursued by thousands of male festival goers trying to touch him for good luck and prosperity. Although it is a high honor to be named the naked man, it can also be extremely dangerous as devotees overcome with excitement, emotion, and copious amounts of sake have been known to shove, kick, and seriously injure the chosen one in the competitive scramble to touch him. In quotes, one man is chosen as the Shin Atoka or naked man who must shave all body hair and run through the streets unclothed while being pursued by thousands of male festival goers. I just want that to sink in again. You know what I'm saying? So that's what this festival is all about. Bringing luck and prosperity and things like that. Well wishes. But uh, in general, the participants are men. But in recent years, women have also participated. And the festival is popular with locals and foreign tourists. And individual towns often host family-friendly activities such as 
as food, stalls, games, and booths that sell festival souvenirs. You know, who doesn't want to go chase a naked man and then get uh, a little naked man to bring home, a little figurine, you know what I'm saying, along with a Chinese finger trap, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, wicked cool, don't know if that would fly in the U.S., but who knows, a lot of fishy things going on in these little parades that they be hosting. But now for the last and final traditional ritual that I believe is the perfect way to close out the show. It is celebrating in the cemetery because as you already know, you know, Americans and Canadians usually decorate for Halloween and choosing costumes for parties and trick-or-treating, but Mexicans prepare to honor their dead on All Souls Day by celebrating Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. Now, families spend months making cookies, candies, and cakes in the shapes of skeletons, skulls, internal organs, coffins, uh, crosses, altars, and flowers, and gathering appropriate items to take to the cemetery on the night of the celebration. Whole families visit the graves of their loved ones to clean and maintain the grave sites, place candles, flowers, and gifts around the tombstones, and to celebrate the memory of their ancestors. Then the families gather for an all-night party in the cemeteries, bringing the favorite food and drink of the deceased, photos and other memories, as well as flowers and decorations. So that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is just awesome. Gifts for the dead may include toys for children who have passed away, bottles of alcohol, food, pillows and blankets so that the dead may rest comfortably, marigolds or even CDs of the deceased favorite music, family members gather to tell funny stories, sing songs, drink, eat, and celebrate both life and death. The holiday is all about appreciating the cycle of life and death, not to mention enticing the spirits of the dearly departed back to earth for a night in order to, to hear the prayers and grant the wishes of the living. So that right there, ladies and gentlemen, if you never heard of the Day of the Dead, I mean, it is just a beautiful thing, and I think, actually, the U.S. should kind of, you know, start to do something in that direction, you know what I'm saying, I'm just saying, but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that was just a few of the traditional rituals that go on in the world, there are a whole lot more, but those are just some of the cool ones that I thought I might enlighten you with tonight, so thank you very much for listening, but stick around with me, because we're about to close out the show with the final thought, which is coming at you live in three, two, one. let's get it. We all have different ways of handling unpleasant situations that may occur in life, but as long as you're working to better the situation and work towards a solution, that's all that matters. Never put a time limit on progress, but just know it comes a lot quicker the harder you work and more diligent you act. Life is a learning process and most of us don't have the answers, but if you have the drive and the will to figure it out on your own, you'll be just fine. Take some positive action from the past, learn from your failures, and apply it all into the present day. And don't be afraid to try something new, because you never know what will happen until you try. Open yourself up a little more, carry a good attitude, and what will be, will be. Never get too down on yourself, for life could always be a lot worse than it may currently seem. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 553, Traditional Rituals. I hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to go on, subscribe, uh, become a member all for free on MattyMoShow.com. Hit up the YouTube, The Matty Mo Show. Give that a subscribe. Turn on the notifications. I got a lot of videos coming out in the near future and a whole lot more that I don't want you to miss out on. All right, so thank you very much for tuning in. This is Matty Pace coming at you live from The Matty Mo Show, the host, The Most Mojo, saying one life, one love. I'm out.